Welcome to the Imperfectly Impactful Podcast. My name is Catherine, and I am a proud, high-achieving woman overcoming the relentless pursuit of perfection and weight of people-pleasing. Come with me as we discover how embracing your imperfections can lead to immense growth and enable you to make a difference in your life and the lives of others. From candid conversations to empowering stories, I will guide you to unleash your full potential and craft your unique path to impact. Join me every week as we celebrate imperfection, cultivate self-acceptance, and prove that even the most imperfect journeys can lead to the most impactful destinations. So let's get started. Happy New Year, everybody. I hope you have had a great few days to start off the new year. I know I am just thrilled that it is finally 2024. I feel like for myself, a lot of prep and getting ready for this new year has happened and more so than in the past. So lots to come, that is for sure. Also, if you cannot tell, I got the handy dandy microphone uh, for Christmas over the holidays in hopes that this will help me communicate to you guys a little better, a little clearer, and also just become a little fancier and a little nicer with everything I'm doing. This is something like I mentioned from the beginning I want to do for a long time. So investing in something such as this microphone, which wasn't a really expensive, it was just something off of Amazon under a hundred bucks can't complain and was a treat. So, so, so thankful to have this. Hope I sound better to you all out there as well. And then the last thing before I get started and head into the nitty gritty details and what I really want to share with you today, I wanted to mention to you guys about my event marketing research questionnaire I'm doing. So if you are an event host, if you are an event planner, if you know someone who is an event host or planner, please head down to the show notes and share or click the link and follow along over to the actual questionnaire. For what this is, I am trying to kind of hone in. I am launching a business in Q1 of this year. So in the next two to three months, I'll officially have a name and everything else out there. And I'm really honing in on with events where the need and true pain points are that maybe there is not somebody out there that is helping you or you're not maybe aware of some information. Please head on, follow the link. The other piece of that is in the questionnaire. There is the option if you would like to hop on like a 15 minute call with me after you finish the questionnaire, just to clarify some details. So mark yes or no there. I would love to speak to as many people as possible. Again, I'm here trying to help support you who are event hosts and planners and see what I can provide you all based on my knowledge of 10 plus years in hospitality events, all the above, and just my desire and expertise in organizing and planning, just something I've always been good at. So leaving that there, please follow it please share whatever it may be so I can just figure out what do you all need because that is what I'm here to do is to help you all in what you do. So, all right, now let's just jump into the nitty gritty good stuff that you came here to listen to. So today I am actually going to be discussing with you guys my three energy drainers, the three things that give me energy, and then the three questions I'm going to dive into a little detail and the challenge I'm currently doing. That's going to help me clarify and determine what these are. There are three questions I've been answering for the past, I want to say about 14 days now, reflecting on each day, what gives me energy, what drains my energy, and what have I learned about myself? We'll dive into those questions at the end because I would love to challenge you guys to do those and follow along those and do this yourself, the challenge yourself. 
But to start off with my own, and a lot of this had to do with, I truly do believe there is a lot that I have been doing and not realizing, just not, it's the awareness piece that I was doing and it was taking away all of my energy. Or I didn't even realize the stuff that was truly giving me energy. Yes, I felt more energetic. I just never really was aware of what the differences were in each of those things. So that's why I'm diving into that today is to share with you guys what I've become aware of and what I'm doing to make changes in hopes that even some of these, you might realize, oh, you do that as well. And you need to implement maybe some of these little tips and tricks or changes that I'm implementing into my life here in 2024. To kick it off for my three energy drainers, the first one, and this should be a no-brainer if you listen to any of my other podcasts, is alcohol. So for 2024, I already shared in my last podcast episode that I will be giving up alcohol for the year. And it is not going to be an easy feat, and I'm not going to dive into details because I already talked about it. But that is one of the big energy drainers I've realized. I haven't really drank much over the past few weeks, but during this challenge, every evening that I sit down to journal at the end of the day, if I drank that day, I realize how much it created more thoughts and put me down just in negativity, which goes into my second energy drainer. And that is my thoughts, negative thoughts. And it's funny because I've brought it up in my journal probably multiple times and all in different ways of different things that are causing my thoughts to be negative. And it's me getting mad at myself for beating myself down for not working out, for eating something bad or eating out when I should have eaten at home because I'm being very intentional with eating at home when I'm home since I'm traveling so much. I knew from my life coach that I've been working with these past three to four months that this was something I was struggling with and that your thoughts are things that we can replace and we can become aware of. And it's something that I have been working towards, but really just kind of listening to it and then thinking of it in the sense of my energy levels and how it's affecting my energy also for the day was kind of eye-opening for me. So I know for this one, this is not something that's going to stop instantly but I do want to utilize the practices I'm learning from my life coach and just in general of becoming aware and more aware of what those thoughts are and how I can replace or distract myself from them. And funny enough, I'm not going to dive into too much details about the replacing or distracting and awareness of thoughts because next week, so a week from today when this episode releases, Lindsay Luttrell, who is my life coach actually right now, is going to be on the podcast as my guest. So we actually will be talking all things because that is her specialty and what she knows. And that is exactly what we will be discussing. So I'm going to leave that there. I am briefly going to mention one thing though with my thoughts in a little bit more detail. And if you are a high achieving woman, if you are a high achiever in general, if you are somebody who has a to-do list and if you are like myself, that to-do list has become never ending in the day we are in. And it's always you check something off and something or five things get added to it at the same time. And I beat myself down when I don't finish my checklist for the day. Even if I have my priorities and I've set these goals for the day and I get those two, three things done, I still hate when I have this long list and I get mad at myself of why didn't I do that? Or why did I not work out today? Or why did I eat that today? And just know that you're not alone, that I am going through those similar things. And there are many of us other high achieving women out there that also go through this stuff and it's okay. 
this is where the thoughts in our head that we have, we have to start replacing them or we have to start distracting ourselves or realizing also it's okay. I did today my best and I still checked off so many things on my list. Stay in touch with us. Keep getting to know if you're not subscribed to the podcast, please subscribe because a week from today, we will dive even more into this whole thoughts, your negative thoughts and just thoughts and beliefs in general. And I would love for you to learn more about that if this is something you struggle with as well, such as myself. All right. So alcohol, negative thoughts. The last and final energy drainer of mine is going to be financials. And this kind of ties into thoughts as well, because it is like the constant thinking of what ifs and what did I do in the past and how that's affected where I am financially now. But it's also the stress of spending and managing it and how I feel like I either don't have the time or I just don't know how to manage it properly. It starts to stress me out in my head and I try to start doing something and there's just so many other things I need to do that I've recently started procrastinating. Again, another episode I just posted about a week and a half ago now, almost two weeks. But in regards to this, a big thing is I have been investing in myself and my business coach and my husband, funny enough, have reminded me, you have to spend money to make money. And this is a saying that I do truly believe and that they do truly believe as well. And I just have to keep reminding myself that what I'm doing right now is going to benefit me more in the long run dreading and stressing on everything going on, I need to put in place some things in 2024 that will help and stop that from happening. So I mentioned in that last podcast, creating a budget, monthly check-ins, things like that. I also need to sit down and reflect, where is my money going? Are there subscriptions and things that I can cancel? Can I make changes and tweak and find something that's less expensive, but still worth my time and my money? For example, I am loving this new product I've been using for about seven, eight months. It's called Pros, P-R-O-S-E. I will probably talk about it later on at some point as I'm trying to partner with them and everything like that. But they have a hair product, so it's special, specially created for your hair, shampoo, conditioner, and then they also do a skincare line, again, specially curated for your skin. So moisturizer, a serum, and a face wash. And I love all this stuff, but it is much more expensive. And I am now trying to figure out, okay, are there still wholesome products such as those, because they're very wholesome, not really chemicals, tons of chemicals in them. There's not scented because I do like my skin's very sensitive. My scalp is sensitive. So I have to be careful with those things. So are there other options that I can replace those with that are still good, wholesome products, good for my hair, good for my skin, good for my scalp, all those things, but that are going to be much less expensive. And then the last piece of this is not only the reflecting, not only the replacing of items, but just not being afraid to look. And it's going to be something, again, like my thoughts and my negative thoughts. It's not going to be an easy thing for me to do, but it's going to take practice over and over and over again, realizing it's okay to look at my financials. I need to learn to feel abundant about them, that what I have currently is good. And what I have currently, I am abundant and I have what I need right now in this moment. I hear this and I've heard this multiple times in the past few months, especially now being connected into these communities that are very different than the people I was spending my time with and the rooms I prior was putting myself into. And the fact is right now I am making the money I need to, and I am abundant with what I have. I can live off of what I have. I can do what I have. I might be limited in some ways, but that's okay because what I have right now is good. And where I'm going to go and what I'm doing to get where I'm going to go, it's going to happen. And then I will be there. 
just some of those things. Again, the thoughts financial piece kind of ties in hand in hand because it is thoughts, it's beliefs of the financial piece. But for me, that's a big chunk that I talked about previously that I really have struggled with. And it was interesting to see it come up while I was journaling and going through this energy challenge to see it truly become a thought and feeling of mine constantly, specifically on financials. Okay. So my energy drainers, quick recap, alcohol, negative thoughts, and financials, looking at financials, running the financials, staying on on top of it. So let's go to my three energy gains. So where do I gain energy from? And again, three things I'm going to be sharing with you guys. And it's very interesting. Some of them might be obvious because of what I've talked about uh, over the past few weeks. But the first one is going to be about being in the room or also just meeting with inspirational and aspiring women. And this is something that I truly believe has impacted me and really helped me the past four months, as we've talked about. But on another sense with my energy, when I talk to these people, whether it's in the room, whether I've met them virtually online, via LinkedIn, via one of the online courses I'm going through, when I meet them and I get one-on-one talking, it's amazing the excitement and the energy, especially I get off of them because we're both excited to be discussing whatever topic it may be or what's going on in our lives and what do we do and what are we passionate about. I get it from my coaches. I get it when I do my interviews for the podcast, following up after the meetings. Like I said, it's all just excitement and this good energy back and forth because the exchange we're happening is we're trying to benefit one another. It's not me just trying to sell something to the other woman. It's not them trying to sell just something to me. It's not this forced kind of conversation. It just flows, I've learned, especially when you put yourself in the rooms or in the groups of people who are be inspirational and are motivated and are wanting to learn and aspiring to be these amazing people. And we have a lot that's relatable. And then there's also things that are maybe not as relatable, but you can help them with in return. So that's been my one energy thing. And I've just seen it multiple times because I've had one-on-one meetings, obviously with my coaches, but also just with women I've met in six-figure school. I've had it with some other people and I have amazing opportunities here in January that are about to come up that I already have more meetings scheduled. I have an in-person event I'm going to. I've signed up for a mastermind later in the year. I have signed up for another event that's in February. So, so much that's going on. And I'm doing that because I've learned my energy is amazing that way. It keeps me motivated. It keeps me going. especially with me trying to launch my own business and get the word out there. The second thing that gives me energy is moving my body. And I don't think I've talked about this a lot, but one day I will share my story from the past probably five to seven years on how I was a gymnast, all that throughout my childhood, turned into college, started working out, got into running and working out very, very consistently and kind of the flow out away from that after 2020 back into it. And it is amazing how I feel the clarity in my brain, just the more clear thoughts, the motivation I have, that additional energy when I am working out and afterwards. And in the moment of working out, that's probably everyone, you have to push through. It is a mental challenge. It is something that really can make you uncomfortable. It pushes you to limits, especially if you have a personal trainer or you're going through a training class or you're going through a video, which is what I do. I actually use this uh, woman on YouTube and it's just amazing. Whether it's strength, walking, running, yoga, Pilates, stretching, any movement of my body, I just come out of it feeling so much better. And that's why I haven't been doing great about working out in the mornings, but I've started around my lunchtime taking anywhere from 20 to 30 minutes at least to walk, 
or to do my workout if I didn't get it done earlier in the day four times per week. And then if I'm not doing any type of true workout per se, like a run or a strength, I'm trying to go on walks, at least again, 20, 30 minute walks to get in, get me moving because getting that energy flowing makes me more motivated, gets me more excited. And I'm like ready to refocus and knock out as much as I can for my job and for my business. If you are like me in that sense, keep it going. I promise it's worth it. If you haven't really tried that, even if you're sitting in like a corporate office, and I did this when I was at my hotel um, in downtown Nashville, I would take 10 minutes, 15 minutes, and I would walk the block or I'd walk up to a coffee shop and then cut back down. And just the ability, middle of the day, it broke up my day. Kind of when I was getting stagnant, I was like getting antsy sitting in my seat or in the hotel. I walked a lot still, but I was just indoors with like no windows. So getting my body moving and flowing and getting that sunlight and all that stuff I just needed. So highly recommend that if you are working at home, working in corporate, Anywhere you are working, I highly recommend just getting out and moving your body and working out. It's good. It's good to be strong. As women, we need our body strong. We have a lot that takes toll, a lot that goes on in our bodies and doing that movement and doing that strength is just so good for us. Okay. So, so far, two energy gainers that we've gone through being in the room or meeting virtually also with aspiring and inspirational women. Number two is moving my body. And then the last one of this is going to be very interesting. And I don't think I've really talked about this much, but being intentional with my time. um, And this has a lot of depth to it. And I can go into, I'm trying to be intentional with my traveling, being intentional with a lot of different aspects of my life, the money spending. But what I'm really going to talk about here that's come up for me is being intentional with who I spend my time with. In the past, I have talked about and what this podcast is about is those people-pleasing tendencies where you're wanting to make people happy, you're wanting to be a friend, you're wanting to spend time with them because you feel this need that you have to, that you need to show that you care about them and that you need to do these things. I learned that I was not being fully myself a lot of times. There was a lot of negative talk or gossiping with some of these people. And I would come out of these meetings, these meetups, these conversations, whatever it was that I had set aside, you know. 20, 30 minutes, an hour, a couple hours to spend. And I would just be exhausted mentally, just so gone and out of the motivation for my day. And so I've had to do a lot of work, a lot of reflection on who are my true friends, who are the people I actually want to spend time with. And recently I've still struggled with this because my people-pleasing tendencies are still there, but I've stopped stressing to make time for everyone. And I really dived into who are the core people who bring the good and energetic side out of me, the good and energetic side out. Who can I sit down and have conversations with? I can be on the phone. I'm texting. We meet up for coffee. Who are the people that I truly enjoy spending the time with and growing because they're being supportive of me. I can be supportive of them. I can be my true authentic self. They can be their true authentic self. And we just enjoy the time together. My goal for 2024 with this, because I've realized this, is I've reflected and I am my core people that I have determined are who I'm going to make time for. And with me having to be intentional with my time, especially with all the traveling I'm doing, uh, my goal weekly is to spend time with at least one of these core people in person or over the phone. 
And again, I wish it could be in person for everybody. And I wish I could have more time than just my goal of once one person per week. But in reality, I don't want to overwhelm myself, but I also want to show I care. That doesn't mean I can't text them. Doesn't mean I can hop on a call for five, 10 minutes, but it's more so for me to ensure that these core people I am supporting, I am there for, and we are catching up and following up because I just love to do that. And they give me the good energy to keep me going. So I need that in my life. And I hope that you can sit back and determine who are your core people, who are the people you should be spending your time with and who give you the energy and support you and love you and care for you with who you are. It can be family. It can be friends. It may not be any of your family. It may not be any of your current friends. And that's okay. It's That's where getting in the room or just reaching out and listening to people and following people, you'll start to connect and realize, oh, that person has amazing energy. I want to be in that room. I want to be with her. I want to talk to her and see like, could we be friends? So open up your horizons, broaden them, see where your time with who is better spent. And I promise it'll be worth it in the end. And all of a sudden this weight is lifted off your shoulders that you have to spend time with 50 plus people. And you're trying to cram it in all into a week. And you're trying to cram it in all those 50 people into one month spending time with it. And it becomes way too overwhelming. And trust me, I have been doing this for years, especially when not living close to home and having family friends and friends from home, friends from college and all these other people. And I've really had to step back and go, who gives me my the energy? Who should I be spending my time with? And when I realized that, I realized those are the people I'm dedicating time to. The others, I care about you. I want you to be happy. <laughs> I want everyone to be happy, but I can't dedicate a ton of time to you. Might be some text here and there, but nothing more than that. So I'm hoping that all of those energy things, kind of your understanding, maybe you connected to some of those. But what I challenge you to do is Carmen Olink. I think I've mentioned her on here potentially. If not, I mentioned her a few times on my social media, but Carmen um, had has a podcast. It's the Permission Slip Podcast. And in it, back in that November, I want to say she had challenged her listeners to do a 30-day energy challenge. And basically what it is, is for 30 days straight, each day you sit down and journal at the end of your day and you answer three questions. And the questions are the same ones that I gave you at the beginning. So to remind you, the first one is what gave me energy today. Number two, what drained my energy today? And number three, what did I learn about myself today? And reflecting on those three questions is how I came up with the three core energy drainers for me, three core energy gainers and where I gained my energy. And it was eye-opening. And I'm only two weeks into it. So I can't even imagine the next few weeks, especially because I'm traveling more for work, what's going to come up and what I'm going to realize during that time. If you do not follow me on Instagram, I would love for you to follow me. I'm at cat.roten and then it's also at imperfectly.impactful. And that is both of my Instagram handles that I use, one for the podcast and my personal. I would love to know. Go follow me if you don't already and DM me if you have decided to take on this challenge. I would love to know if you're going to be doing this 30-day challenge. I would love to be able to share with Carmen how many people are also taking it on as well. But the biggest thing is I would love to be able to follow up with you at the end of your 30 days and see what you learned and what came out of it. Because I know it's not going to be the easiest thing. And I trust me, the first few days were very difficult just having to sit back and think really fully through the day. And it's amazing what comes up when you start reflecting um, on your energy and those questions, but would love to stay connected to follow up with you at the end of that 30 days and see just what you get out of it. 
Now, on a last note, before I wrap up the podcast, you may be thinking it's too late and everyone else is planned and prepared for 2024. I just ran through all these things I've been doing. I had my podcast last week talking about my goals and the planning, how they're probably going to change over time as well. But one thing I really wanted to speak to just because it is only the third day of January, we were only three days into 2024. Everyone else may have planned, but I promise you it's not everyone. There are so many people, including myself, especially this past year, I did not plan. I did not fully know what 2023 was going to bring. This year, I was ready. I was excited. I had these goals. I wanted to put a plan into place. I'm working through so many different strategies, but you don't have to have a plan already into January 2024. You don't have to have a plan going into tomorrow. It's not like you need to sit down and figure it out now. Give yourself a few days, give yourself a week, give yourself the month of January to really step back and determine what does 2024 hold for you. Set goals, learn what gives you energy, learn what's taking your energy and use that also to set those goals. And it's amazing what you'll be able to do during that time. So don't rush into it. Really reflect, really sit back, be intentional and figure out what it is. It'll be worth your time. It's worth your energy because it will give you more energy and clarity for the rest of the year. All right, guys. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Remember, please do not forget to go check out the questionnaire below. Send it to anyone and share it who is an event host, event planner. And then also please share this episode with somebody who might need to hear this as well. Might need to hear about these tips and tricks, journaling, energy, the energy I have and have gotten, the energy that's draining me, and maybe they will resonate as well. So please share. I hope it resonated with you as well, and you can take some snippet away. I really enjoyed doing these episodes. I'm so excited to dive more into myself and my story throughout 2024 with you and really take you back into the past. But I also hope to just be able to impact you guys and inspire you to keep going now. That the past, we can't dwell on our negative thoughts on ourselves. We can't dwell on. We've got to start figuring it out and moving forwards and taking those baby steps along the way. And I promise I'm right there with you. It's all baby steps. And I'm finding my voice in this podcast to share with you guys. And I hope you know that this is me. This is my authentic self I'm sharing with you, standing in a room just by myself. And I cannot wait to see what 2024 brings you, brings me, and brings all of us in this community in the coming months. So I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. And I will see you next time on Imperfectly Impactful.